I have a little confession to make. Um, I didn't want to be up here to finish with this evening prayer. My heart wasn't feeling right about it. Um, I tried to justify it with many other reasons. I'm not a minister, I'm not an elder, and everybody else that's come up here to finish was one. And I even talked to Brother Mike last night, um, asking him to have someone else do it. Um, and he said, no, I feel you're the right person to do it. I don't know if he knew why, and I didn't know why until he opened up and started talking this evening hour. Because I have another story that happened that Friday morning. It's a personal story because I was in it. See, that Friday morning, I got up bright and early, threw on my motorcycle gear, I got my gloves on, I got my jacket on with all the body armor, I got all the boots, I got all the proper gear. And I was on the way up to London because I had to get my bike serviced there because we didn't have a dealership in Windsor. So I started out. And I got to that spot before it happened. And I crested over the hill, and I saw probably one of the most awe-inspiring and beautiful sights I'd ever seen in my life. Because on either side of the highway was fog as thick as it was sea. And all I saw was just a roof sticking out, or just the tip of a tree. And then about 100 feet above that was, again, fog as dark as could be. But in between those two layers... The sun was just brilliantly shining beautifully, sparkling. The fog was actually sparkling that was there. And down the road was as clear as could be. Awesome. And as I'm driving, I'm thinking, Lord, what a fantastic day. Beautiful. I've never seen your creation in such awe. And I drove through. And you could see that the fog was a little curling up as it was beginning to close. I didn't think anything of it. I drove. I got to London. Bike was being serviced. I was sitting around listening, uh, reading a magazine, and, and the radio was on um, over the intercom. And I heard a news report, the same news report that Brother Mike talked about. I didn't really think much of it until the time they told when it happened. It's literally 15 minutes or so after I went through. Me and my little motorcycle would have been just a fly being hit by a fly swatter. And let me tell you, I drove back a little differently than I drove there. And it really made me think of how much God protects his children. And it was a promise that I had made to my parents that I wouldn't get a motorcycle until I gave my life to Christ because I knew of the dangers. But maybe God honored that promise. I, I don't know. But that's, that day has stuck with me for quite some time. And I didn't know until tonight what Brother Mike was going to talk about, and I didn't know why I was going to be here but it's very humbling to be here. And so with that thought in mind, let's bow our heads for prayer. Dear God in heaven, with awe and wonder, 
we do come boldly before the throne of grace this evening hour. With many burdens on our heart, with many thoughts in our mind, with many emotions running through our being. And we exalt you. We worship you and we magnify you because you are a God who cares, who cares for each of us, from the vilest sinner to the best saint. And so we worship thee in this evening hour for the message that has gone out from thy word to the hearts of everyone that is here. And our thoughts go to the parents of the 10-year-old little child. The sorrow and the pain and maybe even the blame that is on their hearts. Dear God in heaven, the God of comfort and the God who heals, reach and touch them. And not only that, but in amongst the devastation and pain, raise up and bring together the family of God to rally around them, to strengthen them, to uphold them, to lift them in prayer up to the heights of heaven and to that same throne room of grace. And for Sister Layla and her two young boys and his parents and his brothers and his family, We pray for a special blessing as well, that your spirit would envelop them with love and that we as thy children would do our part to assist them and to show them our love for them. But maybe even above all that, there are those this evening hour that have a more important sorrow in a sense because when they look inward they see that they're the one that that is dead that they have no hope for the future and that sorrow and that pain is greater than anything else because the pain of separation from God cannot compare to any earthly sorrow we can face here And so we lift them up in prayer this evening hour that they would realize that the right time to repent is not Friday evening. It's not when I get back home so I can talk to someone. It's not after I get married or after I finish schooling. The right time is tonight. It's now. Dear God, with thy spirit impress that upon their heart, and tear through them with that sharp two-edged sword, dividing their thoughts and intents that they would see today is the day of grace and would yield their lives to thee, that the fog would clear and the road ahead would be straight and narrow, leading up to heaven. So we thank thee again for thy word. We thank thee for thy servants that listen to thee 
and follow thy spirit. And for those of us that sometimes don't listen, we thank you that you straighten us up too and set us on the right path. And we exalt you for everything in the precious name of Jesus Christ who shed his blood and cleansed us from every sin. In his awesome and powerful and wonderful name do we worship thee. Amen.